I have sex with multiple Anzacs, multiple Anzacs all the time. On both sides. On both sides. <laughs> Kiwis, Australians. Turkish. Turkish. The whole thing. German. Russian. I got a real World War One pussy. <laughs> I think it's free lunchtime. Whoa, free lunch. Yes, cuz. Fuck yes, dude. Sammy Bow Bow and Alex Malinkovic. Back for your driving to work on every Thursday Bow morning. Bow Bow in the dink. Back in your ears. <laughs> Bow Bow in the dink. <laughs> I like that. Dink. The dink. Dude, that's your Madonna moniker. Dink. Oh, dude, yeah. the dink's on stage. The cunt formerly known as dink. <laughs> fuckhead formerly known as fucking dink. The fuckhead dink. formerly known as dink. That sounds like some Triple J shit for sure, it, right? Oh, dude, absolutely. Guys, give it up. That was an absolute tune from the fuckhead formerly known as Dink. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you meant like a host. Oh, no, no, no. Drive time host with the Dink. Get some Dink into you. No, oh, it does sound like that as well. No, I meant more as like a uh, like a, a band trying to be like sort of like quintessentially Australiana. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You're going to do a... Be like, Let's take a let's take a well known thing and just fuck with it. Uh the Chet Faker method. Exactly, yes. I'm sort of just totally over Chet Faker, so I'm just gonna go as I don't even know his name, Nick someone. Yeah, it's like Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's the most it's like Nick Ward or some shit. Yeah. It's like, dude, Chet Faker has a fucking ring Chet to Faker it. Chet Faker was a mad name. It's a sound. Uh-huh. Oh no, that was too, that was actually that was James Blake that I did. Uh-huh. That's some James Blake. That's a good James Blake approach. That is pretty like. good actually, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Chet Faker just comes to that school of indie music in like 2013 where everything was like, oh, I'm feeling now. Oh, that was so good, though. It was such a... What was that song? It was like, talk is cheap, my darling. Cheap. When you're feeling right at home, I want to make you live with I want to be with you alone. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost. I got Dude, lost in it. Fuck. Ed Sheeran started it, and then there was Passenger, who we all agreed was a fucking shitty Ed Sheeran. Yeah, straight up. Passenger was just Ed Sheeran on Prozac. Only feel alive when you're burning low. Only miss your hand when it's just to snow. Only know you love her when you're a homo. It's just fucking... <laughs> what did you say? Did you say you only... Lo- you only know your lover when you're a homo. When you're a homo, you know? Do you ever find like, how jarring it was... Going from like a emo music where like you had songs that the Fall Out Boy and My Came and Panic would write songs about yeah. hiding in the closet of the girl that wouldn't fuck them. That's right. Taking pictures of them when they're sleeping. Yeah, getting cucked out. Getting cucked out and mm. just, you know, just being like, um, do the love mm. I left my conscience pressed through the keyhole as I watched you dress all mm. the way then into the Mumford and Sons generation, which then just became, you're a little lion man and everybody likes you. <laughs> and there's a banjo going. Dude, I guarantee you, cuckold porn doesn't exist if Fall Out Boy never existed. If Fall Out yeah. Boy never made music, you there would be less cuckolds. Dude, I fundamentally understand why huge Blink-182 fans don't get around Fall Out Boy. Yeah? Because Blink-182 Blink is mm. very much like, we wear sneakers and we might throw a rocket through the window. Yeah. And then Fall Out Boy just turned into, I'm going to masturbate by myself. Yeah. I guess you can fuck me if you feel sorry for me then. Yeah. And then... Because you know. also it did come from a place where it's like, um, who was the lead singer of Fall Out Boy? What's his name? Patty Stump. Patty Stump. Patrick Stump. Dude uh, is one of those. Uh, he made, he put chubby dudes on the map. He did, man. Patrick Stump put chubby dudes on the map. Before Fall Out Boy, no one gave a fuck about chubby dudes. Nah. And then suddenly go, I am an arms dealer. <laughs> you and everyone's like, fuck, chubby dudes have Damn, something to say. Chubby dudes got a thing. That's why fucking chubby dudes always make the best love songs. Because they understand the desire. Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. Gorgeous love Dude, songs. Dude, even Ed Sheeran when he started. Straight up. Who's the other guy? The one that I'm talking um, uh, nobody wanna see us together, but, but it don't matter. No, Kingston. I got you, babe. Is it Sean King? It is Sean, is Kingston. Sean Kingston. Fat as fuck. Fat as fuck. But you dude. feel it. You, fe- you really feel you it. You feel the anxiety of being fat and wanting someone through those songs. Because I feel like maybe the only other precursor that was Biggie Smalls, but Biggie Smalls was always very much like he was the king. He was the king. Yeah, he was never. Biggie Smalls was never vulnerable. Yeah. Whereas you needed you needed a bigger Apart guy. Apart from once. What? When he got shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turns out he was very vulnerable between the first and third rib. Yeah. <laughs> real, real vulnerable spot there. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's that's the only time he let himself get vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> and he paid for it with he his paid life. For it, yeah. 
It's fucking rough, man. Oh, shit. Really importantly, very mm. quick. Today, we are calling one of Australia's biggest franchises. Yep. The Coffee Club. The Coffee Club, cuz. Now, I have a fun little trivia about the Coffee Club. Yeah. Here's why I, specifically me, yep. should get a free lunch at the fucking Coffee Club. Yeah. Because my dad is a mm-hmm. finance broker. Mm-hmm. Approved the first ever coffee club in Australia. No fucking way. Yeah. I have to thank your dad personally. You will have to thank my dad personally. I and shake you know hand. what? What a great man. <laughs> don't, I don't have a bad word to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, dude, surely at this point I can just show you my license. You see that last name and you'd be like, yeah. And then I can look at their shirt and be like, I also know Nick Cody. Do you think that will work if we call them up today and you go, I am the son of the guy that made this all possible for you? I reckon that's the angle. Okay. That's yeah. the angle. Let's see if they tell you to... How long do you think until they tell you to fuck off? Is 15 seconds? Watch how quick I can turn the story out. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You go. So, listen, I'm the son of... X. Are you going to say his name? I am the son of Mr. Julian Bowden, a mm-hmm. finance broker who approved the first ever coffee club franchise. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, I now have a podcast with my mm-hmm. co-host, Alex Malinkovich, called mm-hmm. Wall Free Lunch. Son of Miladin Malinkovich who tiles. Some <laughs> coffee clubs every now and again. Actually, you got to chime in with that. Yeah. Because your dad also tiles coffee clubs. He might. T- he, I don't know if he's tiled a coffee club, but he could. He will tile your coffee club at a very reasonable price. If you need tiling. If you need tiling. And then from there, that's our angle. Okay, I like that. I think that's a good way to take it. I like that. But you don't like coffee club, do you? No, 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 no. I think they're terrible. Mm. I think they're overpriced. I think it's fucking dog shit. And the only price I will pay is uh, free dollars. You sound elitist. No, I'm not elitist. I just know what I like. You the, sound elitist. No, dude, in this era of when to you- To turn can, your nose up at the hardworking man at the coffee club, being like, fuck, cappuccino, that's at a the, bit the, the, fancy. That hardworking franchisee. Mm-hmm. I just don't I, don't, I don't like it. I think the food there is overpriced. I think the coffee is subpar, and I am only willing to pay $0 for a coffee club meal. Are you excited for Pride? Am I excited for Pride? Well, I'm doing a full run at the Comedy Store for Gay Christmas. Uh-huh. I am semi-excited by Pride. Uh, our friend and friend of the pod, Mike Crowley, and I might do something during the day for the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to... The parades are on during the day? Yeah, like late afternoon. You guys don't uh, have jobs? Not on Saturday. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> not on, I barely have a job as it is, but on Saturday specifically. Okay. You know, I'm basically observing the Sabbath at this point. Gay Sabbath. Gay Sabbath. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's <laughs> Don't Sabbath. turn on any men. <laughs> you are not allowed to turn on any men. <laughs> you must wash your hands all the time. You ever notice that like the cornerstones of anti-Semitism mm-hmm. is like, oh, they take sad days off. They wash their hands. They're really clean. They're great with money. It's like, you mm. can just be all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if someone doesn't like black people, I don't get it. Mm. But it's like, well, you can't be black if you're not black but you could just do mm-hmm. all the things that people don't like the Jews for. You can get into music management. Right, I see what you're saying, which is like the things that make you Jewish are very accessible. Yeah, except for the whole part where, you know, you've got to read the Torah and then you've got to bow and the initiation ceremony takes a hell of a long time. I think people assume that Jews tell each other secrets. Dude, if you were part of an exclusive club that had cool hats, would you not be having secrets? Yeah, of course. That's the whole point of a fucking community. That's, yeah. This don't get mad. Fucking hate the game, cunt. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> that's actually... Hate the game, not the players. Exactly, dickhead. Yeah. Like, the idea, the entire idea of a community is always like, we take care of each other in this yeah. community. Fuck it. They just do it well. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Jews do it well. The Serbs do it okay. Mm. The whites have no community. That's on you. Yeah. If you're a white dude and you hate the Jewish community, that's on you. You could be Jewish. You could yeah. become Jewish if you wanted to. It's going to take some effort, but you can be part Anyone of that community. Anyone can become Jewish. Yeah. Dude, we're not, cause I, yeah, I, th- I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but like when we were doing religious studies, we had a full day tour. We went to uh, a Catholic church, a Buddhist temple, and the mosque. Uh, my history and CS teacher, Mrs. Teeley, was like, they're trying to take over the country. Islam's trying to take over the country. Right. And even at that age, I was like, well, that's what Christianity's doing. Yeah, bro. It's like, that's everyone's game. Everyone's game is let's get everyone to believe this shit. We're all playing king of the hill at any given point. Yeah. And the second someone takes the hill, they're like, well, that's not fucking entirely fair. Yeah, that's why. Like, you wanted the hill 25 seconds ago. Yeah. It's when I hear things about like, oh, the gay agenda. It's like, mm-hmm, we that do have... That actually a, real. No, that, no, that is that real. One, there is a gay agenda. There is absolutely... There's a fucking gay agenda, Sam. There is a gay agenda. Actually, yeah. it's gay agendas. But, you I know, hate. there is. And you know what? We want the hill too, all right? 
yeah, we won't be satisfied till everyone is gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're gonna make my kids wear arseless leather chaps to kindergarten, dude. I'm gonna let them go to tranny bingo, but only if the tranny fucks them. <laughs> Dude, so tranny bingo, drag, drag what bingo. I'm so sorry. Wait, that's the part that you correct? <laughs> She's... That's the part that you thought was fucking inappropriate about that yes, sentence? Yes, yes, I do. It's drag queen bingo. But Jesus they get to Christ. fuck the kids still? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's bad. What but that's, that's quintessential to the punchline I was making. This I meant to say drag queen agenda. bingo. Thought crime, everyone. <laughs> Fuck, I meant to, I, Jesus Christ. Damn, I have only dude. read about drag queen bingo mm -hmm. on like conservative websites because it's the only people that have an issue with it and mm. they have called it tranny bingo that and I got thing. it from Osmosis. This is what's funny about being friends with you is because you are a gay man and a straight man fighting within one thing yes, all yes, the time. Yes, all the time. And it's just, you never know. You know, you've seen the movie Split? Yep. That's what being bisexual seems like to me where it's like- yes. Sometimes it's like sometimes the gay one comes out and he's like, "You're talking to Sam now," <laughs> and then and then straight Sam comes out. And he's like, "It's fucking tranny bingo," <laughs> and then gay Sam comes. No, no, no. I mean drag queen. They st but both agree that pedophilia is still fine. <laughs> You're a fucking layered individual. <laughs> That is what it feels like sometimes. Holy shit. I had to do this. I had to do this um, interview with SBS for uh, World Pride. And I got to promote a bunch of shows and shit. Uh, but they were talking about like, uh, it was about bisexuality. Mm. And I had to explain it to this woman. And she was a lovely, she was lovely. She was an absolute delight. Um, but it was so hard to sort of convey what I was trying to say about fucking how fluid it is mm -hmm. and how I don't feel like I fit into any boxes, but I don't care if people box me. It doesn't bother me because people need boxes, mm -hmm. but I don't really like them, but I get it. And then I got the transcript back because she wasn't recording. She was just typing mm -hmm. and I had to re-edit it because it made me sound like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, what did you say? It sort of made me feel... It, reading back, I was like, this isn't me because I sound... Like I hate myself and also love myself at the, at the exact same time. Yeah. And if you were a gay man reading that, just being like, man, this bitch just wants TV time. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I need to reword this somewhat. Within us, there are always two wolves. Two wolves. One gay one and one straight one. Yep. And they're constantly fighting for the life. Because the gay one keeps trying to fuck the straight one. I just have one big gay wolf inside me. I don't have two wolves. <laughs> I have one fucking fat gay wolf inside me. And he is constantly barking at you. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't I'm, know yet. I'm like, oh, shut oh, the oh. fuck up. I'm trying to watch some Andrew Tate. <laughs> Hopefully it drowns his cunt out. Oh, speaking of Andrew Tate, I read something in the news this week. Do you see that a man in Singapore got friend zoned mm. and he's now suing the woman for $3 million due to emotional trauma? Straight up. That's what's up. King. <laughs> According to the Straits Times, uh, <laughs> shout out. the only newspaper that doesn't have the gay agenda, uh, he initially put the lawsuit on hold after she agreed to go to therapy with him. After a year and a half of talking it out, she still didn't want to be in a relationship with him. Rough. Women are well acquainted with the art of letting someone down easy. We've had to figure out how to do it for our very own safety. Got to wedge that in there. But forcing someone to go to therapy with you is in the likely hopes of having them change their mind about being in a relationship with you. That's a red flag enough. Tan eventually started harassment proceedings against him. Tan's the woman. But after a bunch of discussions, she eventually just cut contact completely as she couldn't deal with the fact that he just couldn't get it. It's called boundaries, man. Look it up. But then came the kicker. After she cut contact, he made a completely logical, well thought out and absolutely not entitled decision and responded by filing two lawsuits against her. The first was a $3 million Singapore dollar high court claim mm. alleging she caused damage to his stellar reputation. Great. <laughs> Awesome. Ah, you know, all of the boys were like, man, Wang, you're really, she's the one dude. Yeah. And now he, now everyone's like, bro, you're a fucking loser. And he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not a loser, man. No, I'm fucking, no, I'm taking her to court. Watch me sue her. I'm not a fucking loser. You fucked up my reputation. The boys don't want to hang out anymore. And caused trauma, depression, and impacts to his life. The second was a $22,000 magistrate's court claim that alleged that she breached an agreement to improve their relationship. This has since been rejected by Singaporean state courts. Deputy Register Lewis Tan, who said that Korshigans, that's the name given for the gentleman, mm -hmm. claim was manifestly groundless and without foundation and an abuse of the court process. And in 
pure, fantastic journalistic standards by mm. pedestrian. The next paragraph goes, IDK about you, mm. but it feels like old mate damaged his own stellar reputation when he sued a woman because she didn't want to bang him. But hey, that's just me. How dare you make fun of other cultures? How dare you fucking hold people to a pedestal of acceptance mm. and then make fun of this man? Also, it is funny to think that in Singapore, you can walk up to a girl at a bar and be like, hey, can I get you a drink? And she's like, no, I'm okay, thank you. And he's like, we're going to therapy together. <laughs> How about you buy me a drink then instead? Because that's going to save you a lot of money in the yeah, long run. Yeah, I'm about to sue you out the fucking <laughs> nose. Dude, straight up. She's like, no, I'm good. I have a boyfriend. And then you go, lawyer up. Lawyer up. Yeah, hey, I'd recommend you fucking lawyer up. I'm coming for him too, by the way. Yeah. I'm gonna. Th- oh, you guys are going to get cleaned the fuck out. Dude, your house is going to be my house. I'm going to be living in it. I'm going to be wearing his clothes. I'm going to be doing everything. That's insane. <laughs> to be fair, we're, we're joking. This woman's fucking trapped, man. This, yeah, this is. is this is pretty brutal. There is nothing more dangerous in the natural ecosystem than a litigious pervert. Yeah. <laughs> a horny, litigious, legally savvy pervert? Straight up. <sighs> You're fucked. You're done, dude. I mean, that's what the whole Weinstein thing was based on, right? That was the cornerstone of me, too. No one gave a fuck mm. about that dude down the pub that went, hey, sugar tits. Mm. But you gave a fuck about a man that was able to do that with fancy language. Exactly. That had a legally binding sugar yeah. tits. I'm sorry. You've signed the sugar tits contract. Signed the contract. <laughs> he figured it out. Sorry. That's terrifying. Get in the pool. That really is the worst kind of... Per- that's a, That's the apex predator. It really is. Yeah, I feel like every time like an absolute smoking bombshell of a lady walks past a job site and like three of the dudes like, hey, hey, baby, looking good. That's the equivalent of like a, a, like a lion walking past a bunch of hyenas being mm. like, yeah, yeah, it's like that. That's rude do shit. And that you shouldn't have to stand for that. But also they're I, I bet you they're on a job site. It's daylight. They're not going to fucking uh, force you to fuck them and then hold your job over your no, head. No, when you walk away, off, hey, hey, baby, hey, what's your number? What's your number? As you walk away, none of them are turning around. It's like, my lawyer will be here about <laughs> this. There's seven of us and one of her. What do you boys say we start a class yeah. action? You guys want to do a GoFundMe for a class action lawsuit? <laughs> Dude, but there are like things like that in the world where you forget that uh, people are really different. Mm. For instance, like, do you know about guano? No. Guano is batshit. And in South America, it's a delicacy. Yeah, of course. And uh, and apparently it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to find out. That's 100% where coronavirus started. It, it, uh, <laughs> That's how it starts. Dude, we are pointing the finger at China the whole time. We've got a whole subcontinent that eats batshit bat for breakfast. Yeah, I reckon that's where coronavirus started. You got a thing where like you you never want to be like I feel better than them, but at the same mm. time it's like, dude, you're eating batshit for breakfast. Yeah. And also, for the record, it's not like you guys are starving. There's more cows in South America than people. That's why the steak is so good. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the batshit, brother? Yeah, well, that's always what a delicacy is, right? It's never something good. A delicacy is never good. Delicacy is just marketing. Monkey heads in South Asia? Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. Fish eyes and shit? Oh, I can't stand fish eyes. It's like, that's a delicacy. It's like, no, it's just the part that no one wanted to eat, so you got a fucking marketing team in. Just a fancy culture being like, when you come here, you have to taste an ostrich cock. Yeah. (laughs) Delicious. And I'm like, I'm not eating an ostrich cock. He's like, no, 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 no. It has existed for thousands of years. I'll give you one more chance, my friend, because the village (laughs) elder will be very offended if you don't eat the ostrich's cock. It is also traditional for you to eat the the ostrich. the village elder's there like on the big chair with like (laughs) bones through his nose and she's like, whoo, ha, 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 ha. He's like, he's really insisting you eat the ostrich cock. (laughs) What happens if I don't? Ooh. Oh, not. Sha, sha, sha. <laughs> oh, they no. wheel in the cauldron. <laughs> Start coming up carrots and doing it shit like an old Looney Tune. <laughs> this Katuki sucks. <laughs> Fine, I'll eat the ostrich cock. You eat it. Like, that was actually pretty it's good. Actually really good. It's actually really good. Nice. And then the villager was like, I, to- I know, I told you. Yeah, he could speak English yeah, the whole like, time. What the fu- He's like, Yeah, dude, I told you. You could speak English. I studied at Stanford, dude. I'm the, I'm the king of the village. <laughs> Eat the ostrich. Hey, everyone calls everyone in. He yeah. ate the ostrich cock <laughs> and they all laugh. Ha, can't. That shit's gross. That, I can't actually. Uh, dude, that would be amazing, right? For all of like the people that go like toxic masculinity or whatever. If we could get all of the bros mm. and give them a continent somewhere. So it's like an, a, a tribe of bros. Right. 
where it's all just sort of that, where it's like you can't, and then enough time passes, right? Where it's like a thousand years on the bro continent that mm-hmm. people don't associate it with the 2000s anymore, like frat culture, where it is just sort of like, oh, like year 3023, where people are like, have you been to like Halamala? Yeah. But it's just descended from the bros that we like that we um, exiled in 2023. Yeah. And so now they're just doing pranks on each other and shit. Oh, They make yeah. you eat the ostrich cock. They make you eat the ostrich cock. You have to sit down on the honorable whoopee cushion. Yeah, you have to. Tr- traditionally, everyone has to wear a backwards hat. Dude, it's actually customary in our culture here in Hallawala, uh that mm. you need to do 24 shots yeah. of Damien's piss. Yeah. <laughs> that is the fun. I'll tell you what, I have really enjoyed the evolution of the bro, like the woke bro of like, the Huberman bro? The Roganese. The Roganese. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The Roganese where it's like the awakened bro. Yeah. Where it's still like going to the gym, getting jacked up, but also like therapy and meditation. I will admit, people make fun of that, but, and we were talking about this briefly before, Joe Rogan has mm. actually done a lot for fucking meatheads just being like, hey, why don't you look after yourself and be a good person? And you can question everything. I don't know what I'm talking about. How, what would you rather? The same fucking necklace MMA dudes mm. just being like, I'll fucking poke your eyes out. Yeah. And then now you've got this whole like, I've actually got three eyes. I've got a third eye because I've expanded my mind. I do yeah. transcendental meditation. Exactly. I, uh, you know, I understand that there. Are, I'm still struggling with a lot of things, you know, but I understand that like people need to be treated with respect. And yeah. Also, I do uh, fitness because it's really good for my mind and mental health. That's a, such a better alternative. 100%. Who, who's that new metal band from the 90s? Ooh. With Fred Durst. Oh, bl- uh, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. That's the thing. It's like there have been two generations, right, where bros have reigned supreme. Now and in the 90s, right? right. That's pr- prime bro culture era, right. right? And there's been two leaders, Joe Rogan and Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Which bro do you want? Yeah. Because that is the choice. Do you want Limp Biscuit, bro, or do you want Joe Rogan, bro? Yeah, because your choice is like, you ever wake up and you fucking hate everything, or the other one is like, hate is an interesting concept, man. Yeah. It's like the second one, every day of the week. Every single day of the week. It's like, yeah, they're, they're st- it's still the same guy, yeah. but instead of being like, fucking chug, yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I do ice baths. Yeah. Have you guys heard about ice baths? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still, he's still, he means well now. Yes. Meaning well is half the battle. And yes, I guess your end result is actually more definitive. But at the mm. same time, that's a much better... I just think that's a much better one. They've world. gone from, oh, you'll be leaving with the fat lip, to be like, you should actually take ginger for that because you it should. will. <laughs> it's good for inflammation. Turmeric as well. Turmeric, okay, Turmeric yeah. will bring it down. Dude, if you were at the height of Elvis's success, mm-hmm. you absolutely would meet with the president and try and teach him karate. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you just would. Because everyone's like, this guy's the best. He's the best thing in the world. Yeah, put the kimono on. Let me meet with Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, hello, uh, Elvis. Lovely to uh, meet and I'm you. Like, I'm like, fucking put my fucking palm in his chest. Oh. And I'm like, where's your secret service now? <laughs> Could happen that quickly, bro. <laughs> Ooh, that's what's up. I'm telling you. Come on. Do you reckon presidents got hand-to-hand training? I doubt it. Oh, not in the last 70 years. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you had fucking ex-Civil War generals and you had some crazy... um, What's his name? He's notorious as being one of the worst US presidents in the history of presidents. It's mad crazy racist back in the 1800s. Two assassination attempts killed the second assailant. Holy fuck. In front of a crowd at a rally. What is his name? That's awesome. I think I heard about this, dude. Yeah. Like, they used... Presidents used to genuinely be... Tough cunts. Absolute tough guns. Yeah. Even Abraham Lincoln. Abraham right. Lincoln would duel people. Yeah. Straight up. Mm. You used to be able to call out the president and he'll be like, yeah, where? That's wild. Yeah. Could you imagine being like fucking in the Albanese at his desk and looking up and being like, who's talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bowden. All right, can't fucking call it. Where do you want to meet? You're like, Marrickville Metro Car Park, <laughs> motherfucker. And he goes, I'll make you a deal. Like hot coals. I want to be on home turf, but I'll buy a of lucky beforehand. Dude, straight up. And that's probably why people loved him. It's like, this con is about it. Yeah. You used to be, you used to be able to call out the president like he was a rapper and he would meet you. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to now where you might get a slide dig in a, like a press conference from a guy that isn't him. Yeah, exactly. The that, president yeah. would like to announce that what, uh, what little Yachty said, mm. That when he quoted in saying that he was a fat piece of shit, mm. the president would like to say that he is ignoring those comments. It's yeah. like, no, no, fuck it. Do you know how much more respect I'd have for Trump if he was just like, Barack Obama and I are meeting on the hill yep. on Sunday, high noon, 
Flintlock pistols. I'm going to show you what a pussy he is. <laughs> and then if Barack Obama didn't show up, I'd be like, that's fair. This is the 21st century. But also, guess who's kind of a bitch. pussy? Yeah. <laughs> Proves his point. That's the thing. If Abraham Lincoln was alive today and it's like little Yachty talks shit about Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, next shot you see is like Abraham Lincoln now in the studio working on this response diss track to little Yachty. <laughs> With massive headphones over the top hat. <laughs> yeah, just doing cultural context, being like, I didn't free you for this. What? <laughs> I didn't free you for this. Damn. <laughs> and the fuck part is we'd all be listening to be like, this is pretty good for Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln still got it. He's got bars. Damn. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I got shot at the fourth theater. You couldn't even play it. Abraham Lincoln. You know, just say it. Fucking Abraham Lincoln, breaker of chains, spitter of bars. <laughs> Dude, the last time I proper Good. cried, proper cried, mm. it was, uh, I've told you this story, but it was a disaster on my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary. A lot of family tensions. We risked it. We all drunk too much. Dad and I got in a fist fight. Yeah. He hit my brother. Damn. Ned didn't do anything except Pussy. step in from the fight. Oh, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. No, <laughs> no, dude, man. Ned, Ned. Ned oh, was man. a Ned was a fucking king, dude. Because I'm like, <laughs> no, because I know he listens to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he because he critiques the episodes to me. Yeah, no, that's what I fucking think about that. <laughs> dude, say something bad about the podcast one more time. <laughs> one more time, I swear I'll to fucking God. get your dad on here. We grew up together, mate. I know things. All right. Anyway, no, it was actually a real king move because I'm like dancing around dad, like pushing him off. Like, I don't want to fucking fist fight my dad. Yeah. And then Ned steps in between us and Ned is the smallest of us three. Right. And he just steps in and then Roasted. Dad... <laughs> Roasted. Take that, dude. <laughs> smallest of the three in a pretty big family. Roasted. He fucking steps in and then cops all of dad's shit. And that wasn't deserved. The beef was between me and dad, right? Anyway, after that, I fucking was, I went biblical and i'm mm. not proud of this for the record you suck your dad's dick no jesus what? christ that is not in the bible what? it's not no it's what? not oh no you're getting the bible confused with the quran oh shit which what they don't want to cut do you know why they ask women to cover up is because everyone is gay yeah. in islam i got it's, it no yeah i'm a muslim i know that's why they have a comment say you get six wives with isis i suck i suck i suck a lot of gay men I suck a lot of game. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was there. I'm fucking. I'm so happy with myself. That's what happens when you don't give up. <laughs> you get to the maybe one of the most offensive things you've ever said in your life. <laughs> That's like a lot of game. It. It's perfect. <laughs> you know just, just a fucking devout Muslim. I'm going to be like, I suck a lot of game, man, brother. <laughs> In front of that black square they got. Yeah, you go to I mean, like the rope and the sandals. <laughs> I suck a lot of game, man, brother. I suck a lot of game into you as well. This is going to make ISIS come back. If this it gets is, in their yeah. hands, dude. Well, here's an idea. If you don't want to perpetuate that stereotype, maybe don't segregate your men and women when you go to fucking <laughs> mosque, okay? <laughs> maybe don't Maybe don't cover up all the women all the time and then just be like, we are all in a different room. I suck a lot of gay men. Bro, that's their culture. It's a beautiful culture. It's a beautiful culture. Rich in history. I mean, you can, you can credit Islam. Mm. This is true. You can credit Islam for inventing domes. They figured out domes? Yeah, so the, uh, uh, Islamic mathematics... The Islamic world is actually the basis of all maths. Right. Um, what? Yeah. No, it's not, bro. Maths came from the Greeks. Nah, uh, uh, uh. Yes. not the maths we use today. Yes, it is. No, no, Pythagoras' theorem, Arithmetic. yada, 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 yada. But... You fucking liar. No, I'm not a fucking liar. It came from... Dude, from... One second. You're telling okay. me maths didn't come from the Greeks. No. It wasn't it a bunch of wogs with triangles. Back in the fucking day. Alex, every culture in the world has had to be three sticks plus two sticks equals five sticks. I'm not saying that no one had maths. I'm saying that the Islamic world revolutionized mathematics. Motherfucker, how dare you? The math, math started with three wogs around the triangle going, how big you think this is? 
let's work it out. <laughs> That's where math started, Sam. I think maths was still before that. They were the only ones to be like, well, how about instead of just measuring this side, we add these two sides up and that's how we'll get the amount of this side. They had to figure out the measurements because they had to tie all the triangles. (laughs) (laughs) Pythagoras' theorem is how to do the corner of a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they figured it out. That's the clip. With the, that's the clip. That's the clip. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We've been working for lunch. <laughs> Do you think there's anything more fetishized than religion? Uh, I mean, I'd say feet is a catch-all. But you could say religious people have feet. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I guess what I'm saying is like, that was at one point the most respected don't make fun of us mm. institution. Yeah. Right? Pinnacle of society, religion. Mm-hmm. Right? Everyone respected it. Fast forward some hundred years, people make like dildo crosses. Oh yeah, true. Sexy you know, nun outfits. You know what I mean? Like you can get an orthodox cross dildo. Yeah, you probably could. Isn't that wild? Like that's what time does. Like what we what we respect now and hold above all like how long until we fetishize Anzacs? You know what I mean? How long until that's a costume for a pride parade? Like, people start going as sexy Anzacs. Oh, yeah. You just see it in, like, sex club with a... Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Like a... Go, 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 go. Fuck me. Exactly. How many years until that happens? One. I'm opening a sex club, Alex. <laughs> this is actually a perfect segue. It's called Galipop. No, it doesn't work. Galipolopolis? Galipolopolis. Served by sexy Turkish waiters. Galipol dancers. Oh, that's fun. There you go. Galipolyamorous. Galipolyamorous. Don't I'm let your men die on the beach. Let them die on my chest. Become Gallipolyamorous. <laughs> Gallipolyamorous. I have sex with multiple, <laughs> multiple Anzacs, Anzacs all the time. On both sides. On both sides. <laughs> Kiwis, Australians. Turkish. Turkish. The whole thing. German, Russian. Like a real World War One pussy. <laughs> <laughs> a trench, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to conduct some warfare? Come on. I got read some pretty graphic Sherlock Watson, Mycroft Holmes, uh, gay fan fiction. Yep. And uh, it didn't do anything for me. No. But I'm like, it's there. Was it mystery based? No, 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 no. My oh, it was just them like flat out fucking? Yeah. <laughs> That's so they just use the character of Sherlock Holmes, but not the world? Yep. Or any of his traits? Yeah, pretty much. What the? F- That's lazy writing. Yeah, it was really lazy I thought you were going to say like, it, it was a sex novel, but it was like a mystery sex novel. It's like, if you're going to make a Sherlock Holmes fanfic, put a twist in. Yeah, I agree. I want to reveal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they're taking the polyjuice potion. It was actually Professor McGonagall the whole time. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Like there you it, go. It's Sherlock Holmes. Like he's fucking Watson. And then halfway through, like it all dissipates and like walls fall and he's actually in Moriarty's cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now he has to figure out how to kill Moriarty. He's been caught in a gay sex act with. Yeah. A fake Watson, and now he has to kill Moriarty before he tells people. Yeah, that's a good call. See, you can embellish. I'll tell you what, this is what I would write if I was writing a Sherlock and Watson fanfic. It would be the Sherlock Holmes figuring out the mystery of if pegging makes you gay. (laughs) (laughs) And he does detailed analysis. Because that's a real conundrum that I think only Sherlock Holmes... Is up for. I think that's a really good call. And you know what? You still tell it from the perspective of Watson's diary. Yes, exactly. So he's just watching Sherlock get fucking rinsed out. Day 32. (laughs) Sherlock has once again asked me to attach the strap on. As he counts bees in the study, I am nervous for tomorrow, where part two of the experiment, where I have sex with him with my actual penis. For this I am nervous, but it appears Sherlock is not. As he's finished counting the bees and had gone out for a bagel, mm. which I can only assume is for his second experiment. What foods can I fuck? 
Speaking of, I wanted to have a rant at you about this article I found. Oh, yes. Now, it should need be said that obviously Junkie Mm -hmm. is not the pinnacle of Australian journalism. Mm -hmm. Not even close. In fact, there's already a fucking grammatical error in the opening paragraph of this article. The article is talking about episode three of The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. The beautiful uh, gay romance between Bill and Frank. Mm. I I loved it. Nick Offerman, dude. Fucking, it was fantastic. Do you know the other guy's Australian? Yeah, yeah, I mm. did. That's awesome. I, great fucking episode. I'm loving The Last of Us. This is the junkie article. The Last of Us has a pretty big problem with pink washing. So this is the first, and, and this is the first opening paragraph. As wholesome as the queer representation in The Last of Us might seem, it also also a typical example of pink washing. Right, Mariana Salem. Great work, Mariana. Fucking. What's pink washing? All right. So this is the definition of pink washing. Okay. So this is what they describe it. So uh, pink washing was initially coined by Palestinian activists. The term has come to refer to the ways in which institutions promote queer affirming policies and representation to both justify and draw attention away from their problematic policies. Mm-hmm. So straight away, Palestine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe bit of an issue in Palestine. Yep. And then when it explains, (laughs) this is what it says. As the audience, when never positioned to question Bill's isolationism outside of how it limits his social life, we're meant to admire and sympathize with how his attitude allows him to build the queer life he never got to lead before the world ended. Violent individualism are pinkwashed by his relationship with Frank. Oh, one second. So they're saying... That what HBO has done is really wanted to make a character that's a survivalist incel. Yep. But to make it palatable, they made him gay. Yep. That's the assumption. So the audience, I never meant to question the fact that Bill is like a prepper mm-hmm. and that he's fucking isolated and creepy. And when the world ends, it's actually the best thing that could have happened to yes. him. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but he's gay. And that's bad. It's like, what are you talking about? Dude. People have been demanding queer representation for ages. Queer people are layered, interesting individuals. This guy's crazy and gay. Yeah. He also, on top of that, happens to be gay. Yeah, that's which it. Is real. It's fucking real. That's the whole thing, right? We've. All, this is when we know that equality has actually come into effect is because now weird characters are being gay. Yeah. Weird people that you would not want to hang out with are actually gay now. That's equality. Welcome to equality. Dude, Every, every, fucking, how do you think I feel? Every villain in every movie is Serbian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It's never the guy, it's never the fun best friend that Ivan, my best friend. Do you want to know something fun? You watch Money Heist? No. The Serbian characters, one of them's gay. Big, muscly dude that kills people, he's gay. No fucking, there you go. Yeah, big fucking bear with tattoos, he's a mercenary. That's sick. Gay shit. That's sick. And his brother is straight, but they're like, love is love. (laughs) And you know what? Feels fucking real. That's awesome. Yeah. See, dude. that's um, and I'm happy. I'm like, sweet, mad, gay Serb. Yes. Yeah. No one me- emailed Money Heist, being like, do you know the problem is that mm. not all gay people are mercenaries. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, but it's sick that there is one. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Isn't you? that meant to be good? So Bill is the protagonist of the story because in that world, you're like, hey man, fucking prepping actually seemed to be a good yeah. idea. So in the like, world, that, he's right. Yeah. In the world, he's right, and in this world, he would be right if we were also in an apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, it'd be fine. So the gay guy was smarter than everyone else. Yeah. What's your problem? Dude, this is my impression of the editor talking to that writer. Mm. All right, look. Um, okay, so we need to really, really churn out some absolute fucking dog shit today. Yeah. What is your dog shit most worst take? Yes. Uh, people should protest the George Pell funeral. No, 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 no. A, that's, that's fine, and B, that's hack. <laughs> we need something worse than that. We need something that will make people want to never look at us respectfully again in the world of journalism. Mm-hmm. How about this? Gay characters are bad. Yeah. You're right. a genius, awesome. Mariam Ramra, or whatever your fucking name is. Fuck yeah. It's literally the exact opposite of what we said four hours ago. Let's go. Let's be contrarians. This is the best. Also, can we do some abbreviations like IDK or WTF? Yeah. Make sure that it says this isn't f- fucking pinkwashing isn't lit. And do not put this through Grammarly. I want fucking errors littered through this, okay? I swear to God, if I could, I'd make it Comic Sans. I would. (laughs) I want this to read like Comic Sans. I want it to feel like Wingdings, all right? (laughs)
sometimes I go on junkie just to hate read articles. Mm. I'm like, all right, what fucking stupid take are we got now? My favorite ones are the articles that talk about why uh, a comedy scene is toxic from people that aren't in the comedy scene. Those are good ones. Those are really those are, good ones. Those are I some like of my ones. favorites. I, lo- I like hearing about my world from the outside perspective of just anyone. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, because every time I look at someone that does not have a perspective on it and they talk about it, I'm like, you know what? That's crazy. You're right. Mm. <laughs> you're right. When shit, when You've nailed literally every beat of this. You're right. When you do walk into gigs, we all go, you suck. <laughs> Fuck off. Every time. We do that to every comic. And that is why there are so many comics. <laughs> And so many female comics who are doing really well. It's because when they walk in, we go, <laughs> "This isn't for you. You, you, pull you Away with you, avast!" Then we throw a glass at him straight up because those articles always read. It's like literally female comics get pumpkins thrown at them. <laughs> I once had a woman come up and glass me with a bottle of baby formula. I asked when I was on, and I was shot in the back of my knees. <laughs> <laughs> I was on stage a little while ago and I was talking and then a giant end of an umbrella came out and hooked me and pulled me off stage. Just this like ridiculous scenario that's never happened. Like it's never been a better time to be diverse in comedy. It's never been a better time to be diverse in the arts. In the arts. It's actually never been a better time for everyone to be in the arts yeah. because we have to fucking pull our socks up. Yeah. And then everyone else, fucking, it's a level playing field. And every one of those, the comedy scene is toxic articles, boils down to the fact that you don't work hard at this. Yeah, well, also, not even that. You don't show up to the room. Yeah, you got to show up before you can you have, have an opinion. You do spots. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like people do seven gigs and then go like, I think I can talk about this. There is a culture of, and I don't want to just pencil in Uh, female comics or like minority comics but there is a culture of comedians starting and then bombing because that's what happens when you start and then going it's just so toxic in there and it's like no you suck yeah everyone sucks when you start but I get this is the thing I'm not for one second I'm going to pretend that if I didn't have like a legitimate thing to cover me just sucking at comedy that I wouldn't use it you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, if I could use, if I could pull certain cards to be like, well, yeah. this is why it's not going well, and I get an article about it, I would do that all day long. You would use it. But you just would. You know what I mean? I've blamed, I've blamed, I mean, so many things for me bombing when 100% it was me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, because you'll walk out of a room and be like, dude, the fucking... The lights, the crowd, Something the about MC. the lights are different the last week. Yeah. You, it was too down, it was too many shadows. Dude, when I got lit... I was like, I, I, he's giving me the light that distracted me. Uh, yeah. That's why I went 20 minutes over. Yeah. Um, it was really, this dude was to- talking. It's gotten down to the point where I've literally blamed certain shirts that I've worn. Yeah, I've heard you say that actually. You a, know what a, I mean? a, a well before this. Yeah, where there has definitely been times where I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have done the polo. But dude, you know what? At the same time, I'm just up there going like, what's up, assholes? <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> and then I get on stage and I'm like, oh, maybe it was the jeans. It was the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. I guess I'm not a hat comic. <laughs> Dude, I would love to not only be a hat comic, I want to be a hat guy. Yeah. But my head's too big and it does look weird. You could wear a helmet. You seem like a helmet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Alex. laughs> No, I just mean like I could see you like in a, like, I'll tell you what, I could see you be like, and who is that, who is that fine man that just won the jousting? And then, Shunk. and then, shing, and it's you, but the sunglasses are still underneath. <laughs> It is I, Sam Bowden, fourth of his yeah. name. Sam Bow of the Bow River. Sam Bow of the Bow River, <laughs> that is me. Any who's, dost thou notice that whence drinks for flagons of mead, <laughs> thou'st becomes rambunctious? Ah, thou'st has a problem, good sir. <laughs> Guys, I went to jousting the other day. You won't believe this, all right? It was a two-on-one. <laughs> Crazy. Can you joust still today? Uh, oh, dude, fuck yeah, can you still joust? There is a jousting circuit. 
What? Yeah. That's why I love going to medieval fairs. Because when they have the... I never Bro, miss... you're fucking with me. No, of course not. You can not. still get on a horse right now with a big stick and run it, motherfucker. And armor and everything. Dude. People will let you do that? People will let you do that. Why the fuck are we doing a podcast, Sam? I know. What the fuck is wrong this with This is us? a feeling I have whenever I go to a medieval fair. People think they're lame. You get a beer and you watch jousting for an hour. You turn into you from 1287. One second. It's not like some bullshit where the guy has like a, a wooden horse on nah, the sides of him it is, and he's like really running. First off, horse. it is the biggest horse you've ever fucking seen. Dude. He is in full plate armor. He has a full jousting stick and a shield, which breaks. It's still a jousting stick. So I've seen him shatter on dudes that come off their horse. It is the best. It is Jousting is some of the best live sport you'll ever see. What it the rules Because they pick up so much speed. It's fucking mental. But that's like definitely dangerous. It's just so Do dangerous. die? I mean, I don't think anyone's died for a long time because most of the jousting injuries came from splinter wounds and then their blood would get infected. Oh, and you can okay. sort of just Interesting. Okay. deal with it all like concussions or broken backs and shit. Sure, People still right. get really... I, I had one where a paramedic had to... um. Treat a guy on the ground. Come out in a yield. It would be funny if he can only treat him in... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with leeches. With, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with the medicine that he has on hand. I have I have Newt. Please, please, penicillin and morphine. Can't. I have Newt or nothing. Please, please break character. Please. <laughs> please, for the love of God, can you just... Oh, it's going black. It's going black. <laughs> ah, perhaps root of the cranberry will potentially help. <laughs> Just sticking twigs oh, into an already twigged up wound. Oh, is that blood? Oh my god, I'm fucking covered blood. All right, what we're gonna need is a cork. Do we have a cork for this wound? And then he fucking he's like, oh, all right, tell my wife I love her. And then, and then a beat, and he's like, I think he's sleeping. <laughs> he's he's yield, he's having a yield nap. <laughs> And then the, the paramedics go there. What was wrong? I think he had a case of the black lung. <laughs> Guy's just sitting there with like a big chunk of wood coming out of his neck. <laughs> I think it was the plague, sire. Yeah, the cops are like, doodle do. Because <laughs> <laughs> legally binding, the cops still have, you're coming into their oh, realm. Oh yeah, the cops are still like, now what's all this then? The king doesn't like a ruckus. <laughs> Dude, if you die, all, all three of the, what's that? What's that? If you die in jousting, you're at the behest of the technology of the time. That's it. The king doesn't like this ruckus. What's going on? And then all three of them look over, and all three in synchronicity go, "Ah, damn the black lung." <laughs> Another one Spike caught with the black directly lung directly out of his chest. <laughs> oh well, sweep him under, feed him to the lions. Wife comes running over. In full modern gear. Harry, Harry. Oh, no, we love you. Who will claim this wench? <laughs> Kill the witch. You are being married to this 13-year-old boy who has a good lineage. <laughs> you will have a dowry of a cheese wheel. Dude, that's a fucking um, <coughs> um, Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. Or like Westworld. You know what I mean? Where it's, yeah. like, it's totally fine. The second you step into King James Park... <laughs> where they're doing medieval reenactments, it's medieval law. Sorry, medieval law the whole time. I wouldn't steal that apple if I were you. You're going to lose an Ooh, arm. Oh, that's a bad idea. I say as I'm walking my dog on the sidewalk from the other side <laughs> with, <laughs> with one hand. I've been there. Don't do it. Been there, dude. I tell you what, just be hungry for a little bit, okay? <laughs> just a little that's bit. Right. Just get an apple literally fucking anywhere else. Yeah, dude, it sucks. Pinch one from the local grocer down the street, not here. Don't go to the medieval wars. Just people coming into the tent with headaches. I just, I'm, I, I think I'm like, my vision's blurring. I've got a such headache. It appears you'll have to lose the foot. Bring me the saw. But like legally, they have to have the f modern first aid pack there. Yeah. So you can see it <laughs> on your... You can see oh, the medicine. Oh, You're like, oh, come on. Oh, Dude, I need the bandage. No bandage, just this dirty rag. Like, what about the first aid kit? They're like, yes, we have yet to figure out this mysterious <laughs> artifact. <laughs> it came to us from the outside. <laughs> Anyway, pulls a rag off an already dead dude, wraps it, doesn't wash it. It's oh, phone call time. It's phone call time. Now, we're going to go, should we go Coffee Club, Sydney Olympic Park? Oh, wait, they're all closed. Why would they be closed? It's five o'clock. Oh, fuck. <coughs> fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. Are we sure? Some of, them, some of them open late. 
All right, so we're calling the coffee club Randwick. 20 minutes before they close. All right. All right, now, we know what we're doing? Okay. The mobile service you have called is switched off. Please try again later. Oh, fuck that. Bro, by the way, real quick, perfect representation of someone who would own a coffee club where they've hooked up the phone to just their personal phone. Yep. So this dude's just airplane mode his phone on the drive home. Yes, he has. <laughs> well, we've got the coffee club in... We've got the co- coffee club in Ride. Give it a go. All right. The number you have called... Oh! Isn't connected. Holy fuck. Coffee Club Australia. Holy shit. All right. Well, there's one in fucking Macquarie Park. Where is that? Oh, it's a, it's a little north. It's about 10 k's. Okay. Fuck it. All right. Alex, I don't think we're getting a free lunch today. Yeah, mother... Ah, uh, motherfucker. Ah, uh, fuck it. All right. Fucking hell. All okay, right. so I think it's because we called it the wrong time. I said. think we did call it the wrong time, but I also... I we try the coffee club again next week. Sure, okay, we'll do another run at the coffee club. Yeah. And you know what? We'll make it the first thing we do. Yeah. Because normally we start recording at lunchtime. Yeah. And then every now and then it just slides over. Because you and I like to talk a lot of shit. We chat. We chat, we chat. We have fun. We're old bats. We gossip. We haven't. We just haven't. We you know. We, we're. I was about to say slapping cheeks. What's the word for gossiping? Uh, is it not slapping cheeks? It's something like that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's something yeah, that resembles that is what talking. We love to do. That is true. Yeah, yeah just yeah. to flap your gums. Flap, flap your gums. That's Thank what it you. Is. <laughs> it's flap your gums. So we like to flap our gums, and half of us. No, I'll tell you what. We both like to slap cheeks. Yeah, we'd still be here even if this recording equipment wasn't plugged in. Yeah. Yeah, we would. We would. Just not making any money like this podcast. Not makes. making like heaps of bank. Not making the obvious racks that we make from doing this thing. Dude, do you think we'd have the confidence to continually quote DJ Khaled if we weren't on a DJ Khaled salary? Exactly, bro. Dude, how do you think I'm living? I've told people numerous times, I don't really even have a job. That's true. Yeah. Passive income. Well, this is, no, you work hard. I do work you hard. You work hard on these riffs, dude. I, I, yeah, I do. I work hard on these you riffs. You edit a video once every three weeks. That's nice. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You work hard. I bro. work hard, yeah. Um, yeah, you and I are maybe up to the same scale of video editing Probably at this exactly point. the same. Probably exactly the same. Motherfucker. Before you throw me under the bus you got there. A, you got a new computer, dude. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you uploaded the new episodes into the shared drive so I can edit them? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> That's let what I ask, thought. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Have you once edited an episode? No, I knew, I knew, I knew at a certain point you'd throw this back in my face. I'm just you saying, said bro. you were happy to take. The all right, that's it. That's all. We have something fun to announce. That's right. Coming this summer. Dum dum. Where is it? Summer? Oh, it's autumn. Autumn. Fucking in autumn. Fall. We're doing a live show. Sydney Comedy Festival, Wednesday, third of May, Friday, fifth of May. Well, free lunch live. It's gonna be everything you'd like about this. But hopefully with a little extra. It's going to be more of a show than a live podcast. And we're very excited for it. Yeah, we've planned games and sketches and all these things. so And surprises and all that. So it's going to be a little bit more interactive. Mm. If that sounds like your jam. Jam it up. We'll let you know when tickets go on sale because they're not on yet. They'll go on sale just after 21st of February. Mm. And I think think we'll have a discount code for listeners as well. Yeah, if we can sort that out, that'd be sick. Yeah. All right. All right. Stay tuned. Follow us on everything. Share with your friends. We love you so much. Thank you, everybody. I want to kiss you all on the forehead and tuck you into bed. I suck a lot of gay men. I suck a lot of gay men.